Welcome, welcome to the Business of You. Today we are having one of our microsodes, which is a short conversation I have with one of my teammates at the Brand ID, a company I founded 15 years ago. We love sharing the behind the scenes of some of the work that we do, the lessons we learn, things we're encountering with our clients in an effort to help you grow and scale your business. I hope you enjoy today's episode of The Business of You. Christy, good to see you again. I love doing the Ziddle microsodes with you. Uh, Just as a reminder to the audience, these are behind the scenes at Brand ID. And today we'll be talking about brand strategy versus business strategy with one of my teammates and colleagues, none other than Christy St. John. Christy, how are you? I'm doing good, Rachel. Good to be on as always. Yes, we are getting into our groove with these little microsodes. All right. So brand versus business strategy. I love this topic because it comes up all the time. And to kick us off today, the the quote that comes to mind is from Jeff Bezos. Your brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. That's definitely perfect for for personal branding. For a person and a business as well. True. Yeah, you're right. You're right. How many companies do we... uh, do we talk about when the owner's not in the room? Tons of them, right? Tons. <laughs> well, to kick things off with a question, mm-hmm. although I love the quote, you know, my favorite is quotes. Yes. Uh, it's brand strategy brand strategy versus business strategy. What is the difference between brand strategy and business strategy? They're so interconnected. And in all these mm-hmm. years of doing this, right? 15 years, I've never been asked that question, but I would say... The business strategy is really looking at how the virtual the or the remote, or even if it's an in-purse business, can be run more efficiently, can be run more optimally. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. there's an opportunity to, to launch new offerings that make sense to that same target audience. It mm-hmm. might dive a little bit into ways to grow the business um, and ways to conduct business more efficiently and optimally. So that's that's part one, I would say, of business strategy. Brand strategy is more around being visible and being aware of that brand. Um, brand strategy or branding is definitely more about what your reputation, your credibility, whether it's an individual or a company. It's uh, the personality of the company or the person. It is, uh, you know, under the strategic part, it's ways to grow the brand, to be make it, to amplify it uh, and to help it become more omnipresent to, to the right target market for that b- business or person. Is it fair to summarize that and saying brand strategy is how your customers perceive it and then business strategy is what you as the CEO or maybe a team member wants for your business. Yeah, definitely. That's a great summary. And I would also just add to the business strategy. It's not only what the CEO wants for their business, but it's also mm-hmm. sometimes as owners, we're too close to our own business to be able to see ways to, again, to work more efficiently, to increase our bottom line. And so having that external perspective could be really helpful, but, but actually that is a great summary. The more I think about it, that is a, that is a really good 
tight way to say um, in few words what I said in a ton of words. <laughs> well, we're a branding company mostly, and but I know you've said we get asked a lot of business questions from our clients. Yeah. What business questions do we tend to get asked? Yeah. Yeah, we are mostly a branding company, but I would say because we're we're really a web agency, right? We build people's platforms, mm-hmm. whether personal or business platforms. We have to be equally strong at the business strategy because without a business, there is no brand. And without a brand, there is no business, right? Yes. So, and because they're so interwoven, it's important that um, a strategist or... CEO, right? Whoever is launching a company is paying equal attention to both. But I would say some common business questions people ask us is what to price their offerings to. How sure. to, dollars and cents for sure. Yep. Yep. How to um, position their offerings. So I just had a scope call with a woman who's been a psychologist for many, many years, and she wants to reposition herself as a coach. Over time, the the psychology work that she's doing is what's going to give her, you know, continue to monetize her offerings um, Mm -hmm. so she could make this pivot, make this repositioning. And so while those sound like they would be kind of you're comparing apples to apples in terms of how you're going to deliver services, she doesn't Mm want to do one to one anymore. She wants to do group Mm. and she also wants to build a personal brand. So while there is brand strategy in that, right? How do we amplify her? How do we, uh, you know, create her key messages? How do we better define her target market, et cetera? We also have to look at the business strategy of when's the right time to let go of the psychology practice, right? Fully mm-hmm. be full on into the coaching practice. And then also how do we price her group co- group coaching programs? <laughs> How do we help her attract those clients? How does she deliver those services? Because she wants to deliver them virtually, right? That's Mm -hmm. more on the business strategy side, I'd say. How would you say the business strategy differs from creating a new business versus like pivoting your business? It depends on what you're doing, because that could actually Mm -hmm. be the same, right? You could, your pivot could be a new business, like in this particular person's case, We've mm-hmm. also worked with a lot of clients who are launched either, you know, second businesses or launched their personal brands and then launched businesses uh, under business brands at the mm-hmm. same time. Uh, I don't think, well, I'd say the biggest difference between a pivot versus a brand new company is in a pivot, you have to create content that associates that owner with relevant content under the direction that they're pivoting in. Mm. Right? Yeah. So if we look at a business of, of a professional, right, whether a wealth manager, financial planner, psych- psychologist, dentist, whatever that might be, sure. if they want to go into a different field or a slightly different field, we have to create ways for them to be thought leaders and associated with that different field. If they're making Mm. that pivot, because again, they won't have a ton of notoriety in the direction that they're going in. And we can also help them use their past experience to springboard into their new direction. But it's sort of up to the the branding company to connect the dots for their Mm. ideal 
customer to see the connection of what they were doing to what they're going to be doing. Sure. Does that make sense? Of course. Yeah. And then when it's a new business, some of that still applies. So we we have a client that we um, had sold a company very successfully, came to us to work on their personal brand. We built their personal brand. He was going to be doing mentoring and investing like an angel investor slash venture investor and, and mentoring mm-hmm. companies in his space. And then as we were building that out for him, he decides he decided to launch a new company. Now, because he has a... um, It's a pivot within a pivot. Yeah. Yeah. And because he was known in his industry and the new company he was starting was still in that industry and a lot of the same connections, Mm. we were able to use his personal brand to give this new business brand credibility. Yes. So think of like an Elon Musk, right? If Elon Musk decided to go into the restaurant business... People or would buy Twitter, maybe like yeah, let's throw true. out something crazy that he would yeah. never do. Yeah, that has nothing to do with electronic cars or tunnels or space or right? space. Yeah, but because it's him, his personal brand gave so yes. much attention to that pivot, um, and people either hated it or loved it more from the philosophy that he brought to the new acquisition. But again, given that it was his personal brand, there was an immediate kind of no like or dislike and yes. trust factor, right? Yeah. It's a it, it sounds like a, a big thing in terms of pivoting either brand or business. You really want to make sure that you're bringing your target or audience or your built-in audience kind of with you and recognize that what comes before hopefully influences and builds upon yeah. where you're going. Unless the built-in audience is completely different, right? And then mm. But again, that's okay because your background, your history, your strengths, all your experiences can be tied typically to what that new direction is. So if it's a new demographic that you're going to be working with, you have to use what you've already done to explain to that new audience how it is connected, how it ties together so that you're not viewed as like a complete newbie in this area, but I've been doing X, Y, Z for many years. And now I want to work with Mm. you, right? Like new target audience and my years of experience in doing X, Y, Z completely has led me to identify, say like a problem in this demographic, right? That I now want to solve. Got to connect the dots. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. To go back to your class example, Um, you know, saying going from like an individual coach to offering like group classes. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a business strategy. How does the brand evolve? The brand can stay in many cases very similarly because that brand Mm. has a reputation and again, a personality, right? And that personality is communicated through the style of the copywriting, through the design, um, through different marketing tactics. And so if that person is now offering group coaching and that's applicable to the same demographic as they were working with for the individual coaching, it's just a new offer, right? So it's it's just about maybe community. I could see it also being more affordable. So some people that may not have the budget necessarily to work one-on-one or they prefer a group environment for whatever reason, then that could easily be positioned as, hey, there's another way to work with me and and here's what it is. Well, and I certainly think of a lot of 
big companies as having, you know, the same ethos now that we did when we were working out of our parents' garage. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we're talking about branding. Can we just define what a brand is? I think sometimes I feel like brands get mistaken for just the logo of a company. Yeah. The visuals. Yeah. It's your reputation and it's your promise of value that you bring to your customers. Mm. goes back to that Jeff Bezos quotes because I love quotes of what people say when you're not in the room yeah absolutely and the way I define personal brand is is that plus how to to market it how to amplify that Mm -hmm. um and again it's it's your like core personality it sounds like the brand is really built at the beginning and then the business really needs to kind of evolve and change a lot more. Not that the brand doesn't have to evolve, but you want to build upon the brand that you already have versus, you know, the business decisions for a hundred thousand dollar company are different from a million and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, does that, is that, is that true? I feel like that's what I'm hearing. And I just want to make sure that that's, yeah. Well, I think the business decisions are driven by the type of business it is. Sure. That makes and sense. there's so many factors, right? Well, like from overhead to do you, you know, overhead, which could be office space and how many employees you have to how many tools you need to conduct your trade, right? Like if you're a construction company, you need heavy equipment. I won't go down the rabbit hole of um, of all the different types of companies and and what that does. But from a brand perspective, the brand, I think, is defined up front to some extent, but that brand also can grow and evolve and be, again, amplified as the business grows and exists, much like we're trying, you know, we try to do with our with our own company, right? Like mm-hmm. once a company, any company achieves a certain level of success, then there's a next level that they want to grow to. So they have to create, you know, new sales and marketing tactics that mm-hmm. continue to um, amplify that brand. But that brand, to your point of it's kind of more defined at the beginning, it's defined over time too, um, because of that reputation piece could all always be tarnished along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it's, you know, customer service, I would say, is brand the voice of that business is more brand related. The way mm-hmm. they execute on their marketing, that's much more around brand. Uh, the way a person answers the phone at the company is is about the brand too, right? Their return yeah. policy could be more about the brand because again, that gets into reputation and and mm-hmm. it's really a, a marketing. Um, it affects their marketing, how they handle returns. You know, I'm just... If you think of clothing brands, like your favorite clothing brand, how do they handle returns? Sure. Yeah. It It, it is brand strategy is huge. Customer experience hugely affects brand strategy. <laughs> yes. And then hopefully your business strategy can combine with that. So you create just a seamless journey. Yes. Well, to wrap it up with a quote from someone who was already mentioned in this conversation. Elon Musk, great companies are built on great products and great relationships. It's about relationships, man. Totally. And that's the other, we can talk about this in another show, but working with customers that have already been in your pipeline, right? Mm. Returning customers, great way to grow a business. 
Great way. But to be continued on that topic. To be continued. I hope you enjoyed this microsode. And if you know a friend who may benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. I'd also love it if you subscribed to the show and left a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time. What's the first thing you do when somebody refers a business or service provider to you? I know what I do. I go to Google, I Google them, and I check out their website. And what I see online tells me a lot about how this person is going to conduct their businesses, whether it's service-oriented or product-oriented. I look at the details of the site. I read all about them. I check out their homepage. And maybe that's because I've been running an agency that builds websites for many years, But I also think how somebody presents himself online says a lot about how they'll do business with you. So highly recommend having a great website to conduct your business from. Check us out, www.thebrandid.com. If you need a website from one page to 100 pages, we can totally help you fulfill your need for an incredible website and presence online. Check out www.thebrandid.com dot com, thebrandid.com. Dot